best part of waking up is coffee in your cup. Except when it causes acid reflux. (laughs) Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast. Hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam. The first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro. Coach, author, and blogger. Who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah. And her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Podcast listeners, the Shorky Sisters are back. Back. Yep, back in the recording studio with our beloved Sari again after I had to record the last one alone. Yeah, I noticed you said studio. I'm guessing you actually mean your son's bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought recording studio naturally sounded a lot cooler. But you know what doesn't sound cool? The constant throat clearing that I am burdened with, Mm -hmm. that I have learned is called caused by dun 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 silent reflux she's got the gird yeah the gird eh do you have silent reflux here ever surprisingly no i guess it's the one problem i don't have (laughs) yeah because mom has it really bad hers even worse than mine and then also Derek. have you noticed our brother Derek also is always going yeah I think Jeff, too, our other brother. No, I think Jeff's is mostly in his stomach. Like, that's true acid reflux. The rest of us, I think it's in our throat or our esophagus, if you will. Hence why I'm always clearing my throat. It's most annoying. Yeah, it's definitely one of your most annoying habits. Really? And you seems... notice it, too? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and it seems to go on forever. It's like... <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, it's not fun. But anyways, we're actually not covering GERD on this episode, believe it or not. Too bad, because I like saying GERD. Yeah, so do I. Well, we should just do a whole episode, to be honest, all about GERD in the future. Let's do it, GERD. The GERD cast. Anyway, back to coffee. Yeah, so long story short, after a solid 25 years of drinking coffee, and I'm talking multiple coffees every single day, guys, I have finally quit my caffeine addiction. And basically what started it was experimenting to see if quitting coffee would lessen the amount of throat clearing I was doing. GERD. And it kind of did. Again, we'll talk about GERD on a future (laughs) episode. But I did want to talk about my experience quitting coffee and my thoughts on coffee consumption in general and how it can affect our health. So I am currently drinking a cup of decaf as we 
speak, and little Sarah here has brought her own full caffeinated coffee from shitty Tim Hortons. By gore that Tim's is good, eh? No, it's not. I think you should also mention that you were drinking, uh, which I also never even realized, like seven cups of coffee a day, which is ludicrous to me. Actually, it was probably closer to nine or ten cups. Oh my According to the coffee pot anyways, because I guess like I would make a full pot and a full pot says it's 12 cups and I would drink like eight to 10 of those 12 myself every day. I don't even know how that's possible. Sure is when you work from home and stay awake until 1am working every night and then wake up at 7am with the toddler every single morning. But here is the most interesting part of all is that I thought my energy would really suffer after quitting all that coffee. But to be honest, I haven't noticed a decrease in my energy at all since quitting. So that's definitely been the coolest side effect. And I definitely want to talk about the worst side effect of quitting coffee. And that was holy shit, the withdrawal headache that ensued. Like I've literally never in my life experienced a more brutal 48 hour long pounding, debilitating headache in my life as I did after I quit coffee. And yeah, I basically started out of this dull headache for about three to four days after like I stopped making my caffeinated pot of coffee and then like kept adding in more and more decaf. And by the fourth or fifth day where I didn't have any coffee in it at all, I literally could not even get up from the couch. The headache was so bad. I was taking Advil and Tylenol to try to make it more manageable, but it did not do shit. I could not even open my eyes. The pain was so bad. And that whole experience just really made me realize, holy shit, I am so addicted to caffeine. Yeah, I was going to say maybe you shouldn't have done it cold turkey. But if you slowly started going to like half and half, God, that's... I know. And that's the most shocking part of all is is that I didn't do it cold turkey. Like I said, I started doing like half decaf, half regular for about a week and then doing mostly decaf for a few days. But I was also eating chocolate and having like iced green tea when I would go out for a friggin' online date at Starbucks or whatever. So I was slowly cutting it out and I still had that brutal headache experience once I had cut it out completely. I should also mention too that I am still having chocolate from time to time, so I guess I'm not completely caffeine free. But for me, the main reason I did want to give up the coffee, aside from the gerde, was I just wanted to see if I quit coffee, if I noticed any kind of skin and health benefits, as well as the throat clearing improvement, because I read a while back that my MILF spiration, Jennifer Lopez, did not consume coffee purely for skin health reasons. What does she consume? Sometimes I wonder how much joy or pleasure she actually has in her life. Well, how about the joy and pleasure of having bragging rights to be the hottest 53-year-old smoke show on earth? If that doesn't bring you joy, I don't know what does, Sari. Spoken like a true insecure egomaniac. (laughs) 
But anyway, so after learning about JLo not drinking coffee and me always wanting to ride her coattails, I got to Googling and I wanted to learn what are the benefits to skin health when not consuming caffeine. And this is what I found. So basically caffeine is a diuretic as we all know. So obviously drinking coffee can make your skin look more dehydrated. It also constricts your blood vessels, which could then result in reduced circulation. And when you don't have enough blood or oxygen circulating throughout your body, obviously that could lead to a more kind of sallow, like grayish, crepey looking drier texture on your skin. And we all know what that means, right, Sarah? We do. It means you're putting yourself at a higher risk for wrinkles and fine lines. Oh God. There's also the whole cellulite topic and its relation to coffee consumption. So if you'd like me to elaborate on that a little bit, I think it's time we do our scientist voice. We haven't done that one in a while. Mm, Let's Let's do do it. it. researchers believe that cellulite is partly caused by the enlargement of fat cells, usually due to weight gain, and this of course affects the connective tissue under the skin, thus creating that dimply orange peel looking effect we all love to hate, don't we? Unfortunately, this effect also slows down blood circulation, as mentioned earlier, and metabolic rate, thus creating further water retention and swelling. Now, the main reason why women are more prone to cellulite is because estrogen encourages the storage of fat in our hips and our thighs, thus making them even harder to be removed. And in relation to caffeine, unfortunately, drinking coffee also stimulates the adrenal functions, urging our bodies to move and work out within, which can of course contribute to quicker drainage of liquid because of its diuretic effect. But unfortunately, you need to drink a whole lot of coffee to be able to create an extreme workout inside your body and successfully move those stagnant fat cells. And, well, unfortunately, dear friends, this excessive use of energy can also deplete our organ systems, creating stagnation in blood circulation, as well as fluid drainage and transportation of all those wonderful nutrients. And, Sarah, the most interesting thing I found was that, get this, applying caffeine topically actually has more benefits. And even Sarah can attest to this because she came over last week with the worst under eye bags I have ever seen in my life. I like that you actually admitted that, by the way, because I was thinking about that afterwards. When I got to your place, that was the first thing out of your mouth. And I thought, man, I must have looked like complete dog shit. (laughs) Before you even said hello, you were like, wow, you look tired. Here, try some of these bag removers. (laughs) Bag 
egg removers. I believe they're under eye gel patches, but yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm always honest and I look out for you. Yeah, so interestingly enough, the main ingredient in those bag removers <laughs> is caffeine. And if anybody wants a really good under eye patch, they're the Pixie brand ones that you can get at Shoppers Drug Mart here in Canada. And I like to keep them in the fridge so they also offer a cooling effect on the skin. And yeah, the caffeine in them basically depuffs and minimizes your under eye circles. And I'm a huge fan of these and Sarah, who is normally a hater on everything that I do, she even was blown away by how well they worked, right? Well, they also felt really good. The mm-hmm. coldness, it felt so nice. Yeah, definitely great for any time you look and feel like a bag of shit, guys. Yeah, the ones I like, if you want to go test them out yourself, is the Pixie Detoxify, I-Y-E at the end of that, Detoxify, um. uh-huh. gel patches, and they're the ones with caffeine and cucumber as the magical ingredients. So I'm actually interested to know if you noticed any significant changes health-wise, like not to do with aging, (laughs) but just do you feel better, generally speaking, since switching to decaf? Well, as I already mentioned, definitely the most shocking one was that my energy levels did not plummet at all. I was not more tired than usual. I was not any less alert than before. And with the whole dehydration thing, I didn't even realize this until I started researching the health benefits of giving up coffee. But yeah, even though I've always been pretty good about drinking a lot of water, I I do notice that I seem more hydrated in general. I don't even know how that's possible. Well, just things like my my hair doesn't feel as dry and like my face doesn't get as dry. And this might be TMI, but I maybe even notice my vaginal secretions have increased too, Sarah. Well, that I could see. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Not that I want to talk about your vaginal secretions, <laughs> but I think what's probably most encouraging for people listening to this is you not noticing a big difference in energy. Right. Because I think that's everybody's biggest fear around giving up coffee mm-hmm. is they all think they're going to be walking around like zombies without it. And yeah, that was totally my fear too. And I really worried about my workouts suffering, especially when I do my sessions virtually with clients in the morning, which I'm not a morning exerciser and I relied on coffee before to get me through those. But I'm pretty amazed that yeah, I just drink my decaf. But yeah, I honestly think it's the whole association we have to the smell of that coffee brewing in the morning and having that first sip of warm deliciousness and just associating that with kickstarting our day in the right way. And I think because I'm still doing that with decaf, I don't actually feel like anything's changed. At first, I didn't really like the taste of decaf, but it grows on me. Like it's better than those chicory ones anyway. But but yeah, I remember a friend of mine once saying that decaf coffee is actually horrible for you. Really? Yeah. But to be honest, I couldn't really find any information that claimed decaf coffee was any worse for you than caffeinated coffee. And in fact, I read, I was reading an article where they were asking like dermatologists and skincare specialists for their feedback on how coffee affects one's skin health, of course. And she was saying that drinking coffee in moderation 
definitely has a lot of pluses and and we know that right like black or plain coffee absolutely has been known to have both anti-inflammatory and major antioxidant properties which are obviously both excellent for skin health but she actually has her clients drink decaf in order to get some of those beneficial properties and not to bring this back around to my vaginal secretions oh goody but I was also thinking how bad for your adrenal glands and your hormone functioning caffeine must be and maybe the increased lubrication of my pink taco (laughs) if you will was also the result of more balanced hormones because my theory is that, okay, so we all know that coffee's biggest selling point for a lot of people is that the caffeine helps you stay awake and more alert, right? But every time you consume coffee, your adrenal glands are forced to produce more cortisol, aka the main stress hormone, And with consistent caffeine intake, you're kind of forcing your adrenal glands to overproduce cortisol. Therefore, it could cause adrenal fatigue. And in case anyone is wondering, some of the biggest telltale signs of adrenal fatigue, because I think I was headed there, are having trouble sleeping, irritability, having trouble focusing, or remembering shit. And here's the biggest one for me, extreme cravings for sugar and carbs. Hmm, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And despite the increased energy that we do get from drinking coffee, it actually does this by blocking adenosine receptors, which are the chemicals responsible for making us feel tired. And get this, adenosine, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, it, I have no idea. <laughs> I never heard of it until I researched this episode. But it is also responsible for helping us taste sweet flavors. Oh, Interesting, right? Yeah. So yes, that's right, all you sugar addicts listening. Caffeine literally makes us crave sweet stuff more strongly. And... Apparently, once that cup of coffee wears off, you better believe that all that adenosine comes rushing back in, people, probably creating a rebound effect. Suddenly, the whole coffee and donut thing makes sense to me. Totally. Speaking of Tim's, eh? Yeah, and why most people love to have a cup of coffee with a cookie or a croissant or a donut or a muffin, right? Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, The other thing, I find... Coffee makes me super sweaty. Does mm. anybody else find that or am I just disgusting? No, definitely. And that that was something else like I I noticed a difference in for sure. And it makes sense because again, it's a stimulant. So obviously it revs up your nervous system and because of this heightened response, your body is then going to produce more sweat because it's trying to regulate your internal temperature better, right? Ah, okay, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I was actually reading an article for this episode. Uh, this facialist to all the celebrities was saying that one of the biggest downsides to drinking too much coffee is also acne. So it's you made me think of this because the oil production right like obviously if you're a stressed out person and coffee is going to spike your cortisol levels even more and then like going back to the cellulite discussion if these toxins are
are getting stuck inside your body, your liver is not going to be able to detoxify them properly. So you end up producing more oil on your skin and obviously that could lead to zit city. So I would say if you are prone to breakouts and are a big time coffee drinker, you might want to try quitting and see if your skin health improves like in terms of, of pimples and whatnot, especially if your coffee is loaded with sugar or dairy for that matter and probably not most of our listeners that applies to but yeah obviously that shit totally messes up your hormones glad i gave up that sugar Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my coffee yeah that is yeah Uh, But yeah, I I also don't want this episode to come across as a big lecture on how bad coffee is for you and I'm all mightier than thou when I was severely addicted to it for the last 25 years. And it's not bad for you if you're consuming it in moderation. The problem is that I was not and I knew I needed to stop because my caffeine consumption was obviously beyond excessive and the GERD (laughs) was giving me that message loud and clear. Oh, it was giving us all that message (laughs) loud and clear. And I do also want to mention that, again, in moderation, drinking coffee has a lot of health benefits. I know I mentioned the antioxidants, but it also does contain lots of essential nutrients, vitamins, minerals, those polyphenols that's all the rage in the health world today. And the fact that it is a stimulant means it can also enhance your brain function, boost your mood, and boost your metabolism, which is another the reason why so many bodybuilders drink coffee, right? Plus there's no calories and it's an appetite suppressant. So, you know, there are a lot of health freaks out there who love to give themselves a cup of coffee and also enemas. Coffee enemas is also the rage, Sarah. Don't get it. You know, if you are a coffee fan, all the power to you. If you love doing daily enemas, then, you know, bring it on. Just make sure you're at least drinking organic, fair trade kinds, not shitty Tim Hortons to ensure that you are reaping those health benefits rather than putting unnecessary toxins into your body. I thought drinking Tim Hortons coffee was mandatory as a Canadian. (laughs) Not if you're a vegan Canadian. They're like the least vegan. She goes and gets a Tim Hortons coffee and then comes here and uses my vegan creamer in it. <laughs> like, come on, Timmy's. Get with the program already. That is one thing that pisses me off. That's why Timmy's. I don't support them. Yeah, it's cheaper than Starbucks, but they don't look out for my people. So anyway, <laughs> here's the big question. You've done the experiment. You've succeeded. Is this a permanent change? Well, I would like to think that I will never go back to drinking a full pot of fully caffeinated coffee in my coffee maker every morning because Lord knows my throat cannot handle that again. Neither can we. (laughs) And again, I haven't cut out chocolate and I really don't foresee that happening ever. But after experiencing that brutal headache, I remember in that moment very clearly thinking, 
thinking, holy shit, I don't ever want to feel this way ever again. So remember this feeling and know that this is my brain and body detoxing from a severe addiction to something that I don't really need in order to be a high functioning person. Uh, is that to say I won't ever order a latte at a pretentious nice coffee shop? No. And even if I went to a friend's house or your house and you offered me a cup of coffee, I would probably possibly have one. But I definitely know that I can never go back to drinking that excessive amount again. And I'm hoping that the longer I go without drinking all that coffee, my skin health will only keep getting better and better. And hey, we both know that's really all I need to uh, motivate this change for the long term. I, I was <laughs> proud of you until you got to that last one. Had to throw it in there, Sari. Yeah, this is totally just about aging, isn't it? Not the GERD. <laughs> You'd be fine having one of those tracheotomy voice boxes as long as your face was wrinkle-free. I think we are good to sign off. And as we want to know, how many of you guys listening are on Team Coffee versus Team Decaf? I was really proud. I went to Toronto a couple weeks ago for a vegan babe girls weekend. And both my friends, Amy and Camille, were also on Team Decaf. So that was nice. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want to know. Everybody listening, let us know in the show notes, in the comments section for this episode at jackedonthebeanstalk.com, of course. Sari, anything to add? Uh, no. My problem is not coffee addiction. My problem is overeating and under-exercise. Mm, just like the rest of the world. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> except for maybe our beloved patrons oh, who are she. still hanging in and supporting us. Uh, which might feel to them like they're in an abusive relationship because <laughs> they give so much and get nothing in return. Uh, but that changes right now, people, because we've got our bucket of names and we're ready to do the Patreon prize. The patrons, I'm so sorry. I keep saying we are back in action and I promise, baby, we won't ever do it again. We love you. We're so sorry we hurt you and let you down once again. We just can't help it. Yeah, I feel kind of sick right now. Yeah, me too. Let's do the draw anyway. All right, All right. let's do it. <laughs> All right. What happened to the box? Why are they in a plastic sandwich baggie? I can't put a box in my friggin' laptop. I know, but it was nice to shake the box of names before. Then go get a box. All right, just get to the draw already. Okay, all right. Um, didn't we say we're giving away coffee as the prize? <laughs> <laughs> because not only are we abusive, but we also are enablers. <laughs> but you know what? For all you coffee drinkers out there, it is a delicious bag of locally Canadian kicking horse organic and free trade coffee. All right. All right. Who is the winner? The winner, winner is, is Coralie, Coralie, who is a client of mine and she loves coffee. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Maybe Good. she won't love it so much after this episode. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but either way, congratulations. Congratulations. We love you, baby. We won't hurt you again. <laughs> we promise. But take this yeah. gift. I feel uh, bad laughing at them. Okay. Uh, yeah. But maybe people Dark. won't find it funny. Dark humor. All right. Sarah, 
What song are we singing to conclude the coffee addiction episode? We are going to do I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah, I do need a new drug now. Well, maybe you should just... Be drug free? Yeah. (laughs) It can be my whole new business venture. All right. uh, I don't know this one as well as Sarah does, but I do remember our mom blasting Huey Lewis Back in the day, in the 80s. It was actually my first concert. Huey Lewis in the yeah, news? Yeah, because mom and dad were supposed to go with friends who got sick and they had two extra tickets. Oh, and so you and Jeff, Jeff. and I went. <laughs> I remember Jeff being like, I can feel the bass in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mom had a big crush on Huey. Apparently he's got a huge dick. Really? Yeah, I, I don't could, know. I could I... see it. I could see it. He's got a deep voice and he's very, very manly. Tall. Is he tall too? Yeah. Mm. So it's probably long and skinny. Leave that in the comments section <laughs> too, everyone. Do you drink coffee and would you get it on with Huey Lewis <laughs> knowing he has a large member? <laughs> All right, let's do this. Huey Lewis and the news. I want a new drug. <clears throat> <laughs> that the wasn't the curd. <laughs> I swear. All right. I want a new drug. Wait, should we do the the Oh, it is it's screwing me up right now. Oh, okay, sorry. All right. I just make that up. <laughs> no, that's how it starts. <laughs> I want a new drug. One that won't make me sick. One that won't make me crash my car. <laughs> make me feel three feet thick. I want a new drug. One that won't hurt my head. One that won't make my mouth too dry. Or make my eyes too red. One that won't make me nervous. Wondering what to do. One that makes me feel like I feel when I'm with you. When When I'm alone with you. Okay. I want a new drug. One One that that won't spill coffee. (laughs) One that don't cost too much or come in a pill. pill. I took caffeine pills too. I want want a new drug. Junkie. One that won't go away. One One that won't won't keep me up all night. One that won't make me sleep all day. One that won't make me nervous. Wondering what to do. One that makes me feel like I feel when I'm with you. I'm alone with you, baby. I'm alone with with you, baby. I got a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it for this week. Jam in my tap pants. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah definitely did a better job at that one than me. Nevertheless, we love you. Thanks for listening. Shorty sisters out. I love myself today.